Doug Tyrrell History and Comment is available on Google Podcast. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Terrell. This is History and Comment for Tuesday, the 6th of June, 2023. In some ways, it's a quiet day in history, but the few events are major. 1816 was known, especially in the Northeast, as the year without a summer, partially due to a massive volcanic eruption in Indonesia. There was a hard frost each month during the summer. On this day, 10 inches of snow fell over the region. Besides the ash cloud, this was near the end of a 450-year cold cycle, or mini-ice age, that had brought lower temperatures and harsh winters. The thing to remember, Earth's weather is the most obvious expression of a massive energy cycle, and nature ebbs and flows. It is rarely stable. This fact should be remembered when you hear climate change fear-mongering. The entire system that controls our climate and weather is very difficult to fathom. That is the amount of energy that is in nature. For example, one inch of rain falling on a single acre of land is 27,000 gallons of water and weighs 108 tons. It takes an unimaginable amount of energy to evaporate and move that much water. And that is just a drop. Taking it one step further... The Ohio River flows about 2 million gallons per second. That water must be evaporated and transported, falling as rain and draining back to the sea, all requiring vast amounts of energy in terms of human consumption. Yet, it goes on day after day. It's doubtful that humans can have a significant long-term impact. But the narrative makes for a good excuse for globalist and big government folks to grab more control and that is the actual goal. The first YMCA is opened in London in 1844. Any human institution is often very short-lived in terms of history. At one time, the Maxwell Motor Company was one of the big three in the U.S. car market, but poor management and economic hard times brought them to their knees. On this day in 1925, the Chrysler Corporation is founded from the remains of Maxwell. Lots of World War II history on this day. The U.S. comes out on top in the Battle of Midway in 1942, a significant turning point in the Pacific theater. While Europe was a tough ground war, the Pacific was largely a series of naval battles. Then in 1944, the Allied counteroffensive, officially known as Operation Overlord, takes place. Today is largely known as the D-Day Invasion. It is most difficult for those of us sitting in our soft, cushy chairs to grasp what that day was like. And since it is not far from current memory, we give it a bit more emphasis. But keep in mind, while the loss of life was great, that day on the French coast pales in comparison to the American Civil War. The Battle of Gettysburg has about the same number of troops as the Allies did on D-Day, and five times the number of casualties. There were at least six other Civil War battles of that size in number of troops, and a dozen with greater casualties. World War II cemented the U.S. as a world power, but the Civil War had a greater effect on our government and society. We often default to the subject of slavery, but the Civil War had a larger effect on the idea of individual state autonomy and greatly increased the idea of weak states and a single nation. 
Media of all forms is flooded this month with rainbows and statements of pride. On an individual level, and I have friends who are on board with the concept, I do not mean to be offensive, but the idea of every minority should be celebrated and enshrined is problematic. Now for one, we have quashed the conversation that much of this is morally offensive to a large swath of the population. We could go as far as to have the conversation that the application of the rainbow to diverse sexual practices is profane on a couple of counts. I will not even attempt to explain the emotional drive and causes. The only thing simple is, it's not simple. It is fairly certain there is no clear genetic link. Rest assured that if there was, it would have been widely published and celebrated. The best any study has found to date is that genetics can only explain about half. The other half, and maybe 100%, has some environmental factors. Certainly there is social pressure to expose younger and younger children to the idea. That fact alone begs the question, why? Why does any element of society want to expose young children to their ideas? Because young skulls full of mush are impressionable, and can be molded. Beyond the current Rainbow Coalition, this idea that the majority needs to be suppressed in favor of minority has problems. First, when a minority gets to profess their pride, it is in fact suppressing the majority. Back a few decades ago, it was a slur to call someone a wasp. That was an acronym for white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. Yes, in Western society, that is the majority. Now for certain, that group has caused their share of atrocities on mankind, but they also account for the largest portion of peace and prosperity the world has ever seen. The American version of WASP have done more to spread the ideas that have made that peace and prosperity possible to the furthest reaches of the earth. The reason is that is the one place where Greek thought was paired with Judeo-Christian principles. Look at any group outside of English Protestants and the society where they are in the majority. Almost to the case, they are destitute. Now granted, there are a few exceptions, but they are more times than not the outliers and never the rule. Look across Europe. Germany brought us two world wars. France tried to conquer the world and had a nasty revolution. Little has come out of Eastern Europe. Africa is hardly out of the Stone Age. For centuries, China walled themselves off from the world. Their current place as a world power is purely parasitic in terms of technology and economy. China has built herself with a large flood of American dollars. If America should fail, China could not sustain itself for long. Now, there are exceptional individuals from across the spectrum. But the key is the philosophy that has been perfected by the English Protestants. Even that group could further be refined down to the American Founding Fathers. A long look at those principles would be worth the time. One of those was that a democracy is one of the worst forms of government. There was a meme the other day of four guys beating a fifth. The caption was, It's legal. We voted on it. Just because everyone is on board does not make it right. That's history and comment for the 6th day of June. I'm Doug Terrell. Now, go do something worth remembering.